0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. we have been robbed. (laughs) Going to continue the series here. Last week we talked about the fact that Line, love your neighbor as yourself, has been robbed it. Today we're going to talk about how we got trapped in this give-live thing. Give live. Live give. Give live. Have you have you ever sat have you ever sat in one of those situations where there's a discussion where a bunch of well-fed well-dressed, well-thought-of people sit around and consider whether it's a good thing to give money to homeless people. You ever done that? I've been there. I have. I think probably one of the more annoying things about the human race is our demanding need that we have to be better than other people. If we can't be better than other people, we just don't feel good about ourselves. Sometimes we hide behind concern in order to project the idea that, the, you know, sh- I don't want to be critical, but those people over there, they're bums and we're cool. They're bums, we're cool. Have you heard this approach? I've heard people say this. I think it overall it's it's a good idea maybe not to give the poor people on the streets money. They might use it for drugs or liquor. Uh, they they might grow dependent on it. After all, that's why they tell us not to feed the birds near the beach, because the birds will be crippled by their need to be fed by the tourists. And after all, is it right for us to encourage people to be lazy or homeless? Sometimes the judging goes even further. It can turn into a discussion, a a discourse, if you will, on giving as a whole. There are people who think we should monitor our giving to make sure our heart is in the right place, our intentions are pure, and that we're releasing our support of things that have proof that they possess heavenly good. But see, meanwhile, us as people, with all these discussions and all this contemplation, we're being robbed. We're being robbed of all the juice and all the blessing, all the tears of joy, all the sense of value, and all the goosebumps that go up and down our spine when generosity takes over. All of it is suddenly ripped away. And what is left is someone who could do something, but for some reason has found an excuse not to. Now, a good excuse, we've thought it through, we've discussed it. Who are the thieves that are robbing us of the sheer ecstasy of giving? What keeps us from it? Because I want to tell you, it's clear in the good book. If you give, it shall be given unto you. Can I give you an example? I was helping out a young woman who was having financial trouble. I explained to her that I was more than willing to assist her and her young family with their basic needs, especially since she had used her initiative to find employment and was going to the job faithfully. Now, I made one restriction on my assistance. I told her that each and every week, each and every week, she needed to take $5, $5 from her paycheck and find someone who was worse off than she was and give that $5 to that particular person to help them out. Well, anyway, a week went by. I saw her at the grocery store. I said, how you doing? Well, she seemed happy but nervous. Actually, she tried to get away from me. All at once, I realized that she was apprehensive because of the agreement we had made about the $5. So I asked her, who did you give your $5 to this week from your paycheck? She paused. She looked at me, and tears came in her eyes, and she said, actually, I couldn't find anybody who was worse off than me. I just couldn't afford to give anything. (laughs) Are you listening to me? I'm telling you, that chick was robbed. All the people of the world who are praying for sustenance, assistance, financial benefit, need to realize that the answer begins through giving as simply as you can get it sometimes, but through initiating giving. Otherwise, you rob your own soul of the joy that's necessary to have the ideas to make life move on with ingenuity. You see, you give and it's given unto you. So so I'll tell you what the first thief of, the the first thief of giving is. Number one, I can't afford to give. Listen, I've had a lot of money in my life and I've had a little. I've always, though, I've always had the ability to find dollars or even change that could be wiggled loose and invested in other people. If God can't trust you to give, he certainly can't trust you to receive. Did you hear that? If God can't trust you to give, he can't trust you to receive. It's robbing you. I don't care a flip if homeless people use their money for french fries, a blanket, or a bottle of booze. I don't give because of them, I give because of me. All giving is ultimately selfish, and it must be performed because we know that we are never going to go anywhere if we think we can't afford to dribble out some cash to others or dribble out some time to help. Because I'll tell you right now, the second thief, the second thief of giving is, I want to make sure my heart's right. I don't want to give expecting to receive. I don't want to give because someone pressured me. My dear God, sweet friend of mine, grow up. The universe does not have time to judge the reasons you give. There's just too much need. God's not trying to screen givers to make sure they're really, really nice, thoughtful people. If you wait until the right moment, you will invite a lot of wrong moments into your space. There is no magic to it. There is no way to make sure that your heart is just perfectly right. Give and work out your motivations later. So far, if I'm not mistaken, we've got two thieves, right? Number one, I can't afford it. Number two, I want to make sure my heart's right and I'm not giving for the wrong reasons, which leads me to number three, the, the third thief of giving. What if I end up needing help? What if I end up needing help? It's a good question. That's why the story from the Bible says, the good book says, given it will be given back to you from other people. God doesn't have a bank account, folks. People see that you're a giving person and they want to make sure they want to make sure you don't go under. <laughs> they want to make sure you don't go under because they know the world needs giving people. If people see that you're a stingy person, they kind of laugh about your suffering. But <laughs> it's true. While you're waiting for everything to be fair, the world moves forward, struggling through its injustice. And there is an injustice to who gets the money in our world and who doesn't. Clue. But all you can do to right that injustice is give. Where we're being robbed today because we think we can't afford it? Or we're working carefully to make sure our hearts are right before we give? or we are nervous about whether anybody will give a crap about us if we hit the bottom floor of the elevator? These questions are the thieves that cause us to stall because giving happens in the moment, you know it. And when the moment's gone, it's gone. It happens quick. They rob us of our desire, our intelligence, and the general wisdom of being a giving person. I want, to, I want people to see me give so they can see how happy it makes me and how happy it makes others so maybe they'll just get jealous and want that happiness for themselves many years at christmas time i launched a huge giving campaign you know what happened because people saw me giving they walked up and they handed me money and asked me if they could be part of it i got so much money given to me to give away to others that i could not find enough people to give it away to that's truth but everybody who participated, everybody who received, everybody who was there, everybody who saw it, everybody who smelled it, everybody who experienced it was flat out blessed. We are selfish, let's just be honest. We're often selfish because we're afraid of coming across like we're bragging about what we give. But what happens when a millionaire like Bill Gates and his wife Melinda Let everybody know they're giving a billion dollars and they challenge other billionaires to do it. Is that wrong? No. Are you kidding me? Which is worse, to brag about what you give or to refuse to give and end up selfish and alone? We need to wake up, don't you think? Because those three thieves are out there and they're going to rob us. They're going to rob us. Number one, I haven't got enough to start with. Number two, I want to make sure my motivations are pure and correct. Number three, who's going to take care of me if I get in trouble? Give and it shall be given unto you. And to he whom much is given, much is expected. The good news is giving is second only to the human orgasm in the thrill it produces inside the human being. And the better news is, unlike the human orgasm, you don't have to fool around. Just open up your heart. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.